Hello, my wonderful podcast community. Today's topic is a good one. Self-sabotage. What do we do when we can't stop sabotaging our efforts? Well, it's an extra special episode because I am actually sharing a recent live training and coaching call that I did inside our Wellness Academy on this topic. So I talked with the women about self-sabotage, how to prevent it, and how to basically get rid of it, how to basically never sabotage again. Yes, I do talk about this in the call. So um, I wanted to share part of the call with you. I did continue on to coach these women specifically on their struggles, and for privacy purposes, I'm going to keep that um, within our group, but I wanted to share the the training part with you in hopes that you might learn some things and know how to prevent some sabotage in your life. Um, But I just wanted to let you know if you are interested in having that ongoing coaching, that ongoing support, things like live trainings, um, helping you set up habits that support the goals that you want, whether it's weight loss, wellness, health, fitness, nutrition, all of the above, right? Becoming a woman of wellness. We have that support for you inside the Wellness Academy. So today's a little snapshot of what we do in there, what we teach, how I coach, um, all of the above. And if you're looking for that support in your journey, right? That's the biggest thing is sometimes we have this idea that we can just do it on our own or DIY it or or all of the above, right? Um, but the reality is, is there's so many thoughts and stories and beliefs that, that kind of cause this self-sabotage. And so um, if you're looking for that ongoing support so that you can continue to show up for your goals, you actually achieve them. We have so many women in the academy right now that are achieving their goals. It's so fun to watch. If you want to join us, just go to awomanofwellness.com forward slash academy. You can learn more. You can message me if you have questions. And remember, podcast listeners get a special discount code for their first month if you use the code podcast. Okay, let's dive into the call. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect, and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself, and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together.
Okay, we're going to be talking about self-sabotage today. I'm really excited to talk about this topic because, I mean, raise your hand if this is like part of your story, (laughs) right? Yes. Emojis, whatever you want to call it. Yes. Part of your story. And it's part of all of our stories. And, you know, when we're talking about it specifically with food, um, it really it really can make us feel like we're just in that cycle of failure, right? The sabotage cycle. Um, and you guys really wanted this call. And so I put a lot of thought into this, a lot of, um, thinking of like, how can we, how can we change our perspective on self-sabotage and change the way that we approach our actions and the things that we do so that we don't end up in a place of feeling defeat by sabotage, right? That's what you guys are really struggling with the most is like, it's the sabotage that leads to the defeat, right? I I sabotaged my efforts. So now I feel defeated and we don't want to feel that way. We want to feel empowered. We want to feel like we can keep showing up and keep going and all of that. So I put together a little kind of slideshow for us to work through because my brain is very visual and I want to help. I hope, I hope that, um, also if your brain's visual, it might help to see some things. And then after that, I'm going to open it up to walk through some scenarios with you guys. So I want you throughout the, um, for lack of better word presentation, but that's not what we're going to call it. Um, I want you to be thinking about like what your questions are or a specific scenario for you, because I want to help you walk through, um, that specific scenario to help you overcome sabotage or something that you've struggled with in the past, like a cycle that you're in. So just kind of be thinking about that because then I'm going to be opening it up to you, um, and ask and kind of helping guide you through how to work through a scenario. Okay. Okay, so we're going to be talking about self-sabotage today. What is self-sabotage? It's a pattern of thoughts and behaviors, okay? Sometimes we think that self-sabotage is just like me doing things, but it's also a lot of our thoughts um, and we sabotage our thoughts too. So thoughts and behavior that you, you engage in sometimes without even realizing it. How many times have you ended up at guilt without even realizing how you got there? right? Sometimes we don't even realize the sabotage um, and it creates obstacles to achieving your goals. Okay. So this is, this is how we would define self-sabotage. What are some self-sabotaging behaviors? Um, These are some common behaviors that, that relate not even getting started because you already know you'll fail. So you get in this procrastination mode. Anyone, anyone been here before? So we don't get started, right? We kind of call it, sometimes I call it procrastinate planning. Like you're, you already know that you're going to fail, but you're trying, right? And, and so you don't even get started. Um, another one is an endless cycle of starting and stopping. You start something, you get so far and then you quit it, right? Then you stop, then you give up. So it's this cycle of starting and stopping. Then um, some the expectation of perfection, right? You expect something that you do that you're working on to be perfect. And when it's not, we sabotage, right? That's a behavior. Self-objectification. So we see ourselves as 
like almost like a I like to think of it as like a lab object, right? We we um, see ourselves as um, this is how it sh- this is like the look of my body is the most important thing, or like I'm not human. It's like we almost kind of see ourselves as not human, and we should be rigid and structured and be able to do it. Like we we don't see ourselves as a human having an experience, but rather we should be able to do it all the right way rigidly as if it was in a lab, right? Robotic kind of scenario. Um, Impatience, right? Being impatient with not seeing results quick enough um, or feeling like, you know, it's, it's hard to get through those four or six weeks or whatever. And so you're impatient. So you sabotage Um, and then criticism or neglect, right? Criticizing your body, neglecting your body. These are all self-sabotaging behaviors. Why do we self-sabotage? Here's the answer. We don't meet often an unrealistic expectation of perfection, right? When we sabotage, it's typically because we had an expectation that it needed to look this way. And it didn't go this way. So we sabotage. I want to talk to you. I want to give an analogy because you guys know that I'm big on analogies. I just got off one of these yesterday and I feel like this is a perfect example. It's an airplane. If anyone's, I guess, listening to the replay, um, it's a picture of an airplane. And I thought that this is like the most perfect analogy I could come up with for self-sabotage. And probably because I was on an airplane yesterday and I'm just curious, is anyone like a little bit of a nervous flyer or is it just me? I'm kind of a nervous flyer a little bit, like... Yeah. Yeah. So we've got some nervous flyers in the group. Thank you for not making me feel alone. It's a, it's just an interesting concept. You're just like in the air in this thing. Like, <laughs> So anyway, I was thinking about it as I was kind of flying and the, the point of an airplane, like the purpose of an airplane is it's designed to get people from one destination to another safely, right? That's the goal of an airplane is you get from one place to another. Please bless all in one piece, right? And when we, when this plane is getting ready to travel, there are preparations that are made in order to get the plane safely to where it needs to go. So they look at the weather, they get the plane ready, right? They fill it with fuel. They get all the, they get, I don't know. I'm not a plane. I don't know much about it, but they get it all ready, right? Um, They have to follow certain rules and regulations. So let me tell you an example. Yesterday, we were supposed to leave at like 2 p.m. And at like um, 1.35, I don't know, it was like 20 minutes (laughs) before we were supposed to get on. They said, just kidding. You guys are leaving tonight at seven instead. And with little kids, that's not easy, but so, and they said it's because of air traffic control. There's a whole bunch of, there's a whole bunch of, um, uh, weather in the North and the paths aren't available because the planes have all been redirected. So we don't have a, we don't have a path that we can go on. Um, and so they couldn't just pick up the plane and go like they have to follow certain rules and regulations, you know, baggage, they've got to get, they got to have the right amount of baggage. You can't be too heavy. You know, like the plane has to have certain things. Um, 
other preparations, right? The pilots are trained and they're skilled. They're skilled at their job. They're taught how to fly an airplane. They get practice, right? They fly regularly. So they, they prepare every flight by flying more and more, right? And we have to really make sure that it's safe to fly and make sure that there's as many safety measures in place. So there's a lot of preparation that goes into taking a plane from one place to another in a safe way, right? Well, what is the hope or the expectation of a flight? Please tell me that I'm not the only one that wants the flight to be the most, the smoothest thing I've ever flown. I don't want to feel the bumps, right? I want it to just be smooth sailing. That's my hope. That's my, almost my expectation um, for the flight is like, we're just going to, it's just going to be some sort of magical thing where it's like, it just like goes up and then it flies smooth and then it goes back down. Right. Or, or we hope, and even the pilots, I think everyone on board could say, well, we hope it's smooth sailing, right? There's definitely this hope, like, yeah, we hope to get you there and hope it's, you know, without too much going on. We want it to be a smooth sailing. However, there is a reality of flight, right? We get regardless, like I think every plane you've ever been on, probably there is some expected turbulence, right? We expect that there's turbulence going up. We expect there's turbulence landing. Um, we, we expect like, okay, maybe there's some weather patterns and, and the pilots expect that, right? Maybe they're told, oh yeah, we're going to be flying through a storm or whatever. And so there's some expected turbulence. There's also some ex unexpected turbulence, right? from us and the pilots, right? There's there's times where the pilots maybe didn't realize like, oh, we hit a pocket and, it, and there's some turbulence. Um, or maybe, you know, we're thinking, oh, it's blue skies, it should be totally smooth, but then it starts to get bumpy. And so it's unexpected for us. Well, what happens during that flight? We have expected and unexpected turbulence. And what the pilots are doing is what I would call ongoing course correction. So they're continually looking at what's happening and what was expected and what's not expected that's coming up. And they're constantly trying to, um, they're constantly trying to, you know, change and, and do things. So like if they experience turbulence, that's not forecasted, um, they'll either quickly climb to a higher um, altitude or they'll descend, right? They're trying to find a place where that turbulence is. Um, one of the things also that pilots do when there's turbulence, you actually, it's actually the opposite. You would think that they would speed up to get through it, but they actually slow down um, to help get through it. So that's something like they, they slow down and they look for ways to get the plane into a more calm space. Um, and sometimes it requires a little bit of rerouting or a holding pattern. I don't know if you've ever been in a holding pattern in the sky, but it is not fun. Um, and so sometimes you have to, they're constantly course correcting. Oh, there was this and we need to figure out this. And we, right, you're always working. It's not just like, hey, we get up, we get down, right? There is, there's always attention given. And I was thinking about this and I thought, okay, so obviously everyone on board really hopes that it's a smooth flight, right? That's the goal. That's the ex 
I mean, really that's like hopefully the expectation, but the hope. Um, and I was just thinking what would happen if the pilots hit turbulence and said, well, I guess that's it. We're done. Like we can't do this, right? We give up or, oh, if we hit turbulence, we're going to turn around and go back. Like, huh? right. That's very, very rare. Um, the pilots say, no, we need to keep going. We can, um, we can, we can course correct and we feel safe to keep going. And we know, and we have skills to know what to do, to continue to get this plane safely to where it goes, where it needs to go. And it's okay that we can navigate these bumps and all of that stuff. So, um, the, you, as you know, or maybe you don't know, airplanes can handle extreme amounts of turbulence. I hope, 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 hope I never ever experience whatever extreme turbulence is, but, um, they're designed to be able to withstand some extreme conditions. And regardless of those conditions of the flight, I would say 99%, I mean, it is a, a really high number of, of most planes get to their destinations safely, but rarely do they get there without turbulence. Think about that for a minute. The planes get to their destinations. They set up, you know, the hope for a smooth sailing, but they rarely get there without some of that discomfort, without some of that turbulence. Okay. So this analogy applies to us. What does this mean for you? Sabotage is the act of expecting perfect conditions and giving up either mentally and or physically before, quote, arrival, before we reach the goal, before we accomplish what we want, right? Um, so when we think about it in this way, would you, if an airplane, if an air, okay, let's, let's, Okay, I'm going to stop sharing for a minute. So I want to kind of bring in logic and bring in some thinking because when we're in self-sabotage, a lot of the times, like we're not always in, like sometimes we feel like we're not always in maybe like a clear mindset, right? We're in the moment, we're in the emotion. Um, and so I think this is important to step out of it and look, look at that moment with kind of um, a better vision. So when we look at it from this perspective, from the, from the, um, analogy of the airplane and the flight, we kind of have to look at it the same way, right? There's some, when we want to set a goal or we want to get somewhere, we want to accomplish something. The goal is that we get there safely or whatever that means, right? We get there in a, in a good manner and we really do want it to be as smooth sailing as possible, right? But we also have to understand that there is going to be some unexpected turbulence. 
that comes in when we set the goal or some expected, right? Maybe you set a goal and like, okay, this might be hard. I'm going to have to say no to that extra treat. I'm going to have to listen to my hunger and fullness, right? I'm going to have to do some things that are not the easy route. And so we see that it's very in line with how this airplane works, right? We have some things that are going to come up. And how often do we just say, I'm going to turn around and go back, or I'm just going to crash? Like, what's the point, right? Sometimes airplanes have to go through a lot of turbulence to get where they want to get where they're going, but they still go. And sometimes they have to ascend and descend, and sometimes they have to slow down. Do you see how this is kind of playing out in, in your own experience and how we are identifying ways to prevent sabotage, right? Because sabotage for you would be, oh, well, screw it. I give up. I'm either going back or I'm just going to crash, right? And instead, we're looking at it from this perspective of, okay, I have options. I can learn some skills, right? Um, so let, let me pull my screen back up because I do have that on here. Um, so these are the three steps to help overcome self-sabotage. And this is kind of what I was going into. First, we need to prepare for whatever it is that we're working on, right? You wouldn't send an airplane in the sky without fuel. That wouldn't make sense, right? You wouldn't send an airplane in the sky without a pilot. You wouldn't, you know, you would want to make sure you checked the, the, <clears throat> the airplane, all of that, right? All of those things. Well, there's an amount of preparation that needs to go into a goal or what you're working on. So you might need to say, okay, am I prepared time-wise to like give a little bit of extra time to this? Or is this a season of just like insanity and I don't have I don't want to make that time or I don't, I literally don't have that time and I need to be okay with that and maybe not chase the goal right now. Or how can I prepare my lifestyle to fit the goal? A good example might be running a marathon, right? There's some preparation that needs to take place. We need to open a ske open your schedule a bit for training. You need to get the right shoes. Maybe you need to learn um, how to train, right? And so there's some preparation that goes into that. And preparation is also skills. And you guys have the skills training inside the Wellness Academy, right? There's a lot of skills that you learn, mental and physical skills that you learn to prepare yourself. For example, let's say we want to step into weight loss. Does it make sense to step into weight loss the day after Thanksgiving when the holidays are upon us? And it's a little bit more food around. Maybe not, right? Like maybe that's an example of like, whoa, that's like putting myself in worse, like almost like throwing myself into a storm, right? When I could say, could I potentially try to create as smooth sailing conditions as possible and do it, you know, in February or March or whatever, it doesn't really matter. But just like asking yourself these questions, or what do I need to repair? Do I need to um, get have a have a day where I meal plan, right? Or do I need to gather some some recipes? Or do I need to set a time? Like, do I need to set a a reminder to check in with myself throughout the day because I want to honor my hunger and fullness, right? So 
we need some preparation that happens. We, we hope for a smooth flight and we prepare for a smooth flight, right? That's what we want. So we do all the things that we can to prepare for that journey to be as smooth as possible. The more preparations you have, the smoother it could be expected to go, right? Like, you know, if you didn't know how to cook, that might be really hard if all of a sudden you decide to cook all your meals at home. So we need to meet ourselves where we are and say, what preparation do I need to do? What am I willing to do to create this outcome that I want, right? To get myself safely there as smooth as possible. Step number two is to then surrender. We need to surrender to conditions, any kind of conditions, expected conditions, unexpected conditions, right? We need to surrender to things might come up. I might have a night of no sleep. I might have a really stressful season or event or, or um, this might actually be really hard. Maybe I don't see results like I thought I was going to, right? That would be an unexpected turbulence, it didn't go as, as I thought I would. So I'm just going to give up or I'm going to turn around. Right. So we have to surrender to the process and know that there will be turbulence and you have the choice to surrender to that expected turbulence and unexpected turbulence and continue to keep going or go back and you write sabotage and return or sabotage and crash. And then step number three is adjustment. So we're continually adjusting. What happened here? Did I lose the weight that I wanted? Did I see that? Like, did, did my, did my efforts, did my outcome match my efforts? Yes. Great. I keep going. No, I adjust, right? I've got some turbulence. Oh my goodness, it was a stressful week. I didn't meal plan or um, I overate or I found myself emotionally eating this week. Okay, I'm going to adjust. Maybe it, this is turbulence, right? This is turbulence. I need to slow down a little bit. Maybe I, maybe I pushed a little too hard. Maybe I tried to get do too much. What could I do to meet myself where I am? Do I need to slow down a minute and let things kind of settle and know that I'm still working on it. I'm still going to that destination, but I don't have to just speed through it, right? I can slow down and let kind of ride that turbulence, right? Kind of let it be more gentle. As I look for opportunities to, you know, course correct and change to find more smoothness. For example, um, let's say like meal prep and meal planning, um, maybe it's too much and you're having a hard time keeping up, keeping up with it. And you could either say like, this is too hard or, um, you know, we overeat or whatever, or we could say, okay, what do I need to adjust? Do I need to have a couple pre-made meals sent to my home or do I need to make something on Sunday? So I'm prepared for the week. Do I need to not be trying to make seven meals a week and go out a couple times or grab something like course correct. Right. Or, um, you know, like 
honoring my hunger and fullness? Do I need to um, set a timer for 15 minutes at dinner or at a snack or lunch or whatever, and just like listen to my body's cues rather than just like plow through it so I can learn how to honor those so that I don't overeat continually, right? This is how we overcome self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is taking the turbulence and causing causing you to um, kind of spiral out of control, right? We have this, the skill of the spiral in the Wellness Academy. Um, but instead, when, when we change our perspective about how change works, we realize that we can, we can overcome self-sabotage with these three steps. We work to prepare the best we can. We surrender to some of the things that are expected and some of the things that are not expected. You want a trip, right? I just did that. And I admit like we, I struggled a little bit to figure out food and the best way to eat. And I didn't feel as great as I wanted to. Um, and so it was some unexpected turbulence, right? Of like, okay, how can I, how can I navigate this? Um, and then adjust, we, we work on adjusting it. And here's what I want you to know. It's okay to expect a cycle of imperfection. Sabotage happens when you don't meet an expectation of perfection, right? This is different than the cycle of failure. The cycle of failure is kind of restart if we could if we could define it that way, right? It's kind of this restart. The cycle of imperfection is normal life. You will always be navigating turbulence. And the goal here is that you learn to adjust, right? Adjust for conditions, prepare the best that you can, and keep flying. Keep going toward that destination. Even if you need to slow down a lot, that's okay, right? Or even if you need to take a little minute in a holding pattern, right? Sometimes airplanes have holding patterns, so they have to stay above the, the storm until it's safe for them to go in into it. And that might be something, right? Maybe you find yourself like, okay, I'm, I've, I'm bringing up weight loss. I know, cause this is some of your goals, but like, I'm in a pattern of maybe I've lost some weight, but things are getting a little rocky, right? Biz, something got busy, life got hard, or I'm navigating some hormone issues or whatever, right? And maybe we say, okay, I'm going to hold, I'm going to maintain for a little bit. And then I can keep going, right? Then I can keep flying. And so it's completely normal to expect that there's this cycle of imperfection, this cycle of turbulence. So as soon as we expect it, there's no, there's almost like no longer a, like you can't experience sabotage. It, this is similar. If you allow food, so what, in one of the trainings we talk about, like if you allow food into your life um, and without reservation, right? You allow all foods in balance and all of that. Um, and 
if, if you allow all those foods, then guilt and shame can't exist because you can't experience guilt and shame with food that's allowed. It's only the food that's not allowed, right? And it's the same thing here. If we recognize that, that our, the journey to our goals is a cycle of imperfection, then we literally can't experience sabotage because we have what we need to get where we want to go. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.